stop to the never-ending winter once and for all. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to D and Back in the saddle again. Yep. Oh yeah, back in the saddle. Yes. I'm back. Cheers. Cheers. Uh, too much Aerosmith recently. Every, is... Does every episode start like that? Back at D and Back at D and Yes, we're back. Yeah, we did stuff. Yeah, a bunch of us did stuff. So it's been a while. Mm-hmm. Tasty yeah, jam. Things happen. Uh, let's see. Last time, um, Skid was met outside of Yarmut, um, where he was, you know, getting ready to sleep, but he realizes he doesn't have to sleep anymore. Then he went on a mystical adventure with Sephic. <laughs> <laughs> really made that sound like, uh, I don't know. Oh, we did, uh, we did go back with him first, and we checked out the dogs. Well, he checked out the dogs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you guys went back to... Found a cool note. Uh, Wormdoom Craig. Mm-hmm. He found a little uh, note with an O on it, signed by just an O. Um, you checked on the dogs from Wormdoom. Climbed down, Skid said he would do it by flying down. And then just kind of sat in their former igloo. And then decided to actually go and work with Suffolk. To try and get his new powers under under control, from putting on basically the frost gauntlet of Thanos, basically. Can I ask a question? Yeah. About Sephik's looks. Yeah. What do his eyes look like? Well, like you'll find out. Okay. I just didn't know if it was. Just, never mind. All right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. Thank you, Discord, for pointing that out. <laughs> I left that critical detail out. I love that. I should be. <clears throat> I believe that was Tony. Who's oh, yeah. Cheers to him. Cheers, Tony. Thank you for the gin, by the way. Where we got the gin today? <laughs> Seagram's. Thank, thank, <laughs> they're not a sponsor. Seagram's gin. That'd be sweet if Seagram sponsored. That'd be Ooh. fucking insane. <laughs> <laughs> Classic. Uh, so yeah, you um, Skid went uh, basically was taken down to the bottom of Mare Walden. I was basically told this just feel the currents of water, the cold water. Find the coldest point. Hell yeah. Then he went through a cave, underwater, basically an underwater cavern, uh, and found himself in the Sea of Moving Ice, where he floated deeper and deeper into the sea, slightly getting crushed when he lost his his nerve in the currents, but then made it to a certain spot in the bottom, and that is where Sapphic pulled him out. Uh, he was unsure if he was even in the water at all. And then you guys teleported to basically the tallest mountain in the spine of the world. You had some pretty good rolls there for a while, though, right? Yeah, it rolled very well yeah. at the bottom of the water. Yes, yeah, you, you doing, failed one roll. Doing a lot of cool stuff. The rest of the party were on their their mountain adventure. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they, they were heading uh, west from Worm Doom, southwest from Worm Doom Craig, to Sky Tower Shelter over the um, spine of the world. My and, character uh, sucks, dude. And so you guys are uh, bad at everything. <laughs> You guys made it to the crossroads where you guys first took a left, and that's where you went down into the basically the cackling chasm where you heard all the gnolls and fought the gnoll vampire lord, etc. Where Inagu was banished by Pilgrim, etc. So you made it back to there, and instead you took the other path. Hmm, the good path. The other path was the good path, but treacherous for all you strength dumpers. Mm. 
which uh, is majority of the party. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, you guys had. Uh, Are you a strength dump too, Kratzmar? Yeah. Oh man, <laughs> that's crazy. I got twelve. Barry isn't, but he's no more. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, you're right. This kid could also just cheat and take other other animals' yeah. <laughs> stats. Yeah, TJ's the only one with a positive strength score. That's yeah. wild. Nice. So uh, Thrax, <laughs> Thrax on that point was basically carrying <laughs> carrying the party around. Literally, literally uh, carrying, literally carrying across the ice bridge or something. Uh, yeah, the first one you had to do was you crossed along the side, and then he basically just pulled you two, two of you other ones across. Pilgrim was on his back, and then he just basically dragged the other two across the loose ice and snow. Uh, then you guys had a large chasm to basically get across, and you guys made a rope there uh, on each side. After Thrax was dimension door to the other side, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, Pilgrim had uh, quite an adventure on this rope, trying to hang on, <laughs> scoot along. Um, Thrax had to go, then go out and save him. The rope came undone on the far side. You guys swung into the wall. Thrax mm-hmm. protected Pilgrim, and... Uh, he climbed up and survived that. Mm-hmm. Then you continued on, and a stone golem came out of the wall, covered in snow, etc. Um, you're still unsure of where that, like, who could have put that there? <coughs> and, uh, um, <laughs> <laughs> turn, turn away real quick. Uh, and you guys defeated that, and you guys are continuing on your way to Sky Tower, Sky Tower Shelter to the southwest, which you can probably assume is not too much further. Sweet. All right. Good job, team. How are we all looking, by the way? <laughs> Good. I think we're, are we all looking pretty bad? Yeah, a little beat up. I've looked worse, but I've looked better for sure. Rough around the edges, but I didn't use too many spells. So. You know, maybe like missing 30 or so hit points. I'm missing like 50. We'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah, Pilgrim, how will I? How you, uh, how's your arcana doing? Uh, this one could spend some spells if we need to. I think it would be smart. Maybe we, uh, we should take a uh, short rest. Uh, just hang out here, you know, get, get everything good. Aren't we just in an open tundra? You are on a mountainside. Yeah, I don't... <laughs> <laughs> Just trust me, we, we really want this. Uh, it's okay, I'll just sit here, just put this here. You're the boss, you're in charge of survival expedition mode, so, you know. Or we could, like, you know, maybe find an alcove somewhere. Yes, let's find that and uh, warm up, drink some water and wa- or wine, and uh, perhaps eat something. Uh, we're going to be uh, short for food without Skid keeping us full every day. Yeah, I'll just keep an eye out when they're saying that for any sort of sign for alcoves or caves kind of hidden in the wall, then DM. All right. Uh, white, white. You guys can all roll uh, survival. And and what is the the vibe like right now? Is Are we day, night? Uh, it's day still. Day, okay. It's a 21 for but late. Day. Late, late day? Okay. 21? Mm-hmm. I got an 18. I got a nine. I got a one. A one. Ah, very good. That's a good start to the day. <laughs> Let me make a quick roll here. Um, you do see uh, basically a what looks like a lar- slightly larger cave into the in the mountainside. 
Um, but you do know, that at least for Steel and Thrax, you do recognize that this is probably used by something. Mm. Mm. Caves up here, but uh, it, this is like large enough for a giant rock creature or tinier than that? It's large enough for a... Um, you can stand up fully in it, and I'd say it's about uh, 10 feet tall. You saying bear size eight, cave. Eight feet wide. I didn't know if it was where this thing came from. It came from the wall. Oh. Mm. Yeah, so it's like on your left side to your right, there's a sheer cliff face that drops at least 2,500 feet. Mm. Yeah, start and approaching it, but look at the ground if there's foot, foot tracks going to and fro or into it over <clears> today. <throat> yes, let's see here. Is it like shit anywhere? It's some scat. Food. Some scat. Ripped up animal bits. Piss. Blood. So you guys, I'd say total total height on this mountain right now, you're probably about 12,000 feet in the air. Mm-hmm. So your nearest cliff face is about 2,500 feet down until you hit, say, another rock below you. Mm-hmm. Um, and in this cave, you kind of see it looks like something was dragged in longer ago and that Prince were leaving, but the prints are kind of obscured from the snow. Large prints, though. Okay. So something has left. Yes. It's not inside of here. You recognize what kind of animal that is. Do I DM? Roll survival. If you can give this one just ten minutes, uh, this one could give a, a pretty good boost to your health situation. This sounds fine with me. A fourteen. Fourteen. It looks. I haven't been in the mountains much. I'll take it if I can. I'd say it looks somewhere. It's definitely a quadruped animal that. it's difficult to tell because of the snowfall, but you'd say it's closer to maybe a large wolf or cat creature. Just ten minutes. You think it's safe? For now. Perhaps hmm. if we just yell at it and then run away, we should be okay. Does that usually work? Some creatures, you can scare them. All right. Let's so rest here. Drax will set down the uh, alchemy jug and like wine and pour us out some uh, some wine. I'll uh, just start casting uh, Prayer of Healing. What does that look like? Um, I'd say I draw my normal symbol of the past, but I draw it so big to where you all are sitting kind of inside the circle. That way everybody's a part of it. Cool. I'm just going to do it second level. Um but it'll take me 10 minutes, so I'll start doing that. It's quite a big circle. It's probably a little more intricate as I kind of put it into the snow and dirt DM, so it'll take me a while. So Okay. Yeah, if you look around the cave, you kind of see, you know, some matted fur from, you know, like a goat being eaten, mountain goat, etc. Um, you know, a larger animal definitely inhabits this cave. The kill's not too old, or I should say the eaten ravaged corpse is not too wildly old but you definitely know that whatever was in there is now out hunting or something okay all right do so can i using my hunting abilities and stuff and while looking at this body tell about 
how old this body is. Sure. Let me see here. You can tell it's about 11 hours old. Okay. Been here a while. Who knows when this creature will rip back? So we'll let Grim finish his healing thing, maybe take another 40, 50 minutes, and then get on our fucking way. Mm-hmm. All yeah. right. Uh, can anyone talk to Skid while we sit here? I could try. Yeah. Sadly, I can't. He might not answer. It's up to him. It's worth a shot. All right. What do you want me to tell him? Uh, Hello, Skid. Drax misses you. Is that worth him Come back going through his magic while we're in this dangerous area? I don't know how it works. <laughs> well, it usually takes me a day or so to recover. If it's just a hello message, this one thinks that would be a bad idea. Or could I be like, hello, Skid. Would you like to meet up with us soon? We're kind of fucking up without you. No, don't let him know that. We oh. don't want to worry. <laughs> We're doing great without you. Take all the time you need. <laughs> yes, and perhaps tell him where we are. Skid, or not Skid, that's Drax. I was thinking of Skid. Um, just letting you know, um, I do still have the shell phone, which Sephic does have or had, so I could, we could try that sometime. That's always in my back pocket. Mm. Perhaps we try that as much as I don't want to talk to him. It works for me. Uh, I'm going to hand uh, Thrax the shell phone. Mm-hmm. 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 Uh, you just talk into it. Don't eat it. No. Oh, okay. Yeah, 25 or less. 25. Words. Do you want me to count for you? <laughs> Yes. Right. All right, so I, I talk and... Uh, yeah. Thrax holds this hand up. I just talk into this thing and it'll send this. Yeah, and know that Sephix on the other line, so... Uh, you know, speak wisely. And we know he's with Sephix? Like, Do we not know that? I don't know. Nope. Oh. Yeah, we have no idea. Well... I don't know, maybe maybe pull that back. It then? wouldn't be that hard to put it together since he left us that long note where he was like, you haven't used any of the rings, and we watched him put all the rings on, and we know that they're connected to the Frostmaiden, and Sephic has been telling us to put them on. It wouldn't be that hard to put it together, metagame-wise. I think he'll have to go get the dogs, and then it's been a while. Yeah, yeah I don't know. I, it feels like, to me, I wouldn't know. I wouldn't be able to put that together, that he's training with them. Yeah, so maybe I'll just, you know. Let me see it anyways. Shavik, I know you had the rings. My brother has them now. Have you seen him? Don't hurt him or me hurt you. You've got two words left. Call back. (laughs) (laughs) You do receive a message back. Ooh. And in you know, in your this this is this is not loud, right? It's in his head. Mm-hmm. Whoever bears this shell phone, I believe. Um, and you hear him. We think we're so clever with that name, don't we? <laughs> <laughs> and you hear You wound me you wound me with your lack of trust. Perhaps you should accept me as your brother has. After all, all your safety is my concern. What did he say? He responded. Uh, yes. Uh, 
something about accepting him because Skid has and our safety is his chief concern. <laughs> you mean concern? That sounds about right. All right, all right. Well, yeah. I guess we're fucked. Pilgrim's thinking he didn't even read it and he mispronounced it. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we should have uh, seen that, seen that happening. A smooth talker like Sephic and Brax. Um, I am a smooth talker. Thank you. Yeah. Has it been ten minutes? Yeah, definitely. Okay, I'm gonna roll my uh, dice just so I can get this out of the way. Continue. I'll let you all know what it is. All right. So, we're going to continue on without Skid for now. For now, yes. Right. He's somewhere we can't help him. After you recover, though, you can contact him if we need, right? If we need it. Yeah. Uh, everybody gets 19 points. Ooh, sick. That's just after the first 10 minutes, though, so. Sick. All right. Back in tip-top shape. Almost. Well, yeah. Make sure everyone gets a sip of wine to stay warm. Take a sip of wine. And maybe a cup. Drink a cup's worth. A whole cup. <laughs> Are we, we planning on staying here for another hour, or do we trust that this area is safe? Uh, uh, up to you, Thrax. I, I'm out of my element here. I'll stand outside for a bit if... Just hang out. Yeah, I could use a, re- a little rest. All right, we'll finish the rest of the 40, 50 minutes, recover ourselves, and get on our fucking way before yeah. whatever lives here shows back up. Sure. We'll go for the hour, DM. All righty. Uh, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Try our luck. Drax <laughs> mm-hmm. will watch the door with his eyes of low perception. Door <laughs> his eyes out. of door low fa- perception. Dave, door facing out of the cave. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so you're facing the front of the cave, the cave mouth. Yeah, no one hears a warlock. Why are we doing this? Because <laughs> <laughs> we get our action. I, I, no, I get action arcane recovery. Yeah. yeah, it helps me a lot. I get some juice. Yeah, I also fair. get action surge back. That's fair. That's fair. Which is pretty huge for me. Yeah, I'll be way less useless. Yeah, I'll have phone. You have to use it again on this creature. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how close are you to the cave mouth? I imagine I'm, I'm st- standing. Uh, you know, leaning up against right between the entrance and the exit, just probably a foot. Like inside still? Yeah, maybe six inches in or a foot in just to not be super blown out. Yeah, just cover yourself just slightly. A little bit, yeah. But keeping eyes out and ears up. Alright, roll a either perception or um, or give me give me something else you want to roll. It's perception sounds fine. Not good. A seven. A seven? Yes. Uh, you do... Okay. You, um, nothing comes into the cave, nor comes towards the cave, so to speak, but you do see something flying in the distance, up in the snow. Um, it looks quite large, and some, kind of unlike anything you've ever seen, but you can't quite make it out. You do think it, you think it has feathers, but then you also think it has horns. I'll call back to the elf, the elves. 
You, with the good eyes. Something here in the distance I can't make out. <laughs> I imagine it's gone by the time then. Yeah, it looks like it's carrying something in, on, under it. But uh, you can probably see it. It's a, you're on top of a mountain. You've got a pretty good range of view. Uh, if someone else runs up towards it. I'll go look at it. All right. Perceptions. All right. Let's go perception. Five. Is <laughs> uh, a uh, four. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're like, wow, what a what a dot up there in the sky. <laughs> this party sucks. Yeah. <laughs> it, it looks like a very big bird or something. Yeah, that's about what I got. Oh, fuck it. All right. <laughs> yep, yeah, but it looks like it's carrying something flying. Okay. Right. And, uh, yeah, you get your hour. You want to do hit dice or whatever. Sick. Yeah, I'll definitely do some hit dice. So that's cool. Nice. Hit dice time. I imagine after that hour, then we kind of pack up and get going. There's no point of doing another hour, right? No. no. Okay. No. Yep. Cool. Pilgrim will just sort of, uh, sort of uneasy in the cave with death all around, and we'll try to shovel people out. All right, the the path the path's ahead of us. Uh, this one thinks we should go. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Let's get the fuck out of here. To Sky Tower, whatever shelter. Good call, Traveler. I, I rolled two hit die DM. Mm-hmm. One was a 12, the other was a 13. Nice. I rolled half my hit die, which is 46, and uh, 21. Also uh, with the modifier on it. I rolled two, and I'm back up to maximum health. Yeah. Nice. And I have action surge back. Yes. I also have action surge back. Two spells. Yep. I also used uh, arcane recovery. So I got the equivalent of a fifth level slot. Like, oh, Mm-hmm. That's a big boy. A fancy boy. Yeah. What's well, the equivalent of it, right? So it could be like five first level spells. Yeah, or... exactly, exactly. Or a two and a three or something. Yeah. I spent three hit dice and I'm at sixty-two out of sixty-six HP. Nice. Cool. Hey, you guys continue on your merry way. Yes. Nice little break. Mm-hmm. And you guys go off into the snow and upwards up into the spine of the world towards Sky Tower. About, uh, I don't know, 20,000 feet taller than where you guys are at now on the tallest peak in the world. Uh, Skid, you are sitting up there with Sephic. I feel cold. No. You ready to continue? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he looks down at you. Dickhead's not going to tell him that Drax called. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and when he does look down on you, um, you know, as his eyes had exploded, that's he just has glowing sockets. They're glowing Ooh. blue. Empty, glowing. Blue Empty. Sockets. Gory? No, not gory. No. No, he's like, just as you don't need to sleep, you don't need eyes to see, you don't need skin to feel, you don't need air to breathe. So, once again, close your eyes, feel the cold around you, we're the furthest from Earth that we can be. Close his eyes and sit down cross-legged. Do as he's bid. (laughs) Feel the cold and hear the wind. 
Another one's very strong up here. And it grows to almost deafening sounds as the gusts grow stronger and stronger. And you can start feeling the bitter cold. The aurora above you invigorates in the sky and the blizzard starts to fall relentlessly at the top of this mountain. You feel the wind and it goes stronger and stronger. So once again, you're going to feel the wind currents just like last time. Instead of water. Oh no. So let's get rolling those uh, those perception checks. Perception? Mm-hmm. That's what we had you roll last time, right? Uh, that's a nine. A nine? Cheeks, brother. Yeah. <laughs> squad hasn't been rolling. This yeah, uh, cheeks for this squad. The cold air starts ripping through you. This is much colder than the waters, even. Surprisingly. And you think it's because the water is almost like a cushion and can wrap around you like a blanket. The wind, however, is not so friendly. You take 14 damage. <laughs> Try again. Don't give up yet. Closes his eyes tighter, tenses up. 26. 26? Feel the wind pick up and actually starts to lift you off the peak of the mountain. And you start hovering just above it. Just try to stay in the same pose. And feel it like I did when I was in the lake and lose those feelings. And instead of trying to push deeper, try to lift higher. The wind starts picking you up and your eyes are closed. You can, even though you can't see it, you can feel the aurora above you. You, you know the patterns that it's making, you know the lines that it's making through the air. And you continue to rise up. Roll again. Ooh. Dirty 20. Ooh. Yeah, jeez. Once again, you continue to rise, continue to rise, continue to rise. You feel the cold air. Once, like, just like the water start to embrace you, swirl around you, pick you up. You feel almost weightless once again. Except this is a different kind of weightlessness. Somewhere in the back of your head, you hear, go ahead and open your eyes. Slowly open his eyes. You are far, far above Icewind Dale. Much like when you were in the spaceship. You are looking down across the entirety of everything below you. You look back, you can see Southern Faerun over the mountains. second. Try to compose myself. Alright, and roll another one. Oh, shit. 21. You feel the wind almost cease around you, and a tendril of the aurora comes and basically curls up under you. And it brings you up and up, up and up, into perfect freezing. Or out of the atmosphere. And you're floating in nothingness. Yes. Kelvin. Zero Kelvin. Yeah. Goblin in space. Roll, uh, roll again. Hey, your goblin sucks at getting to space, Jesse. Man, it's because <laughs> no one let me get to space. <laughs> I'm a genius. Nine. Nine? Oh, sick. Oh, this, this new cold is stronger than you can, than you can imagine. And once again, the, the sudden shock of a lack of air... Um, frightens you 
take nine damage. Shut my eyes again. Tense up and then open them. All right. Put my arms out and be weightless. Ultra. Mm-hmm. 25. 25? Once again, you just kind of stop moving. You can almost feel... You, you look at the sun, and you're like, wow, this is this doesn't make any sense. You can actually see the sun. You can see the sun? Because you're above the clouds. You're above everything. This guy's and eyes get wide when he sees you, the sun first time you years. look at it, and you say, wow, this is incredible that... Even though I can see it so clearly, I'm colder than I've ever been. Once again, you feel the harm on your shoulder. Now we're really making progress. And you come to sitting on top of the mountain still. What the fuck? Well, this last one's going to be a doozy. I hope you're ready for it. Me too. Well, come on now. And open up another portal as a blizzard kind of forms around into a, a door-like shape. And you all enter through. Rest of the party. Back to you guys. I was you hoping you said he opens another beer. Yeah, it cracks open another cold one. Yeah, that'd be sweet. The last challenge. Some cold ones. It's Ice House, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> the coldest of cold ones. Ice House. We're also sponsored by Ice House, by the way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Send us beer. Yeah. Send us gin and beer. Yeah. <laughs> the rest of you are heading up the mountain. Yes. Shrudging up. Man, the cold feels way more uh, real to some of you. I'm feeling a little better, actually. Yes. What are you saying, Ricky? Oh, nothing. I was just wondering if Skid ever got to the dogs. They're okay. Maybe Skid's okay. Just thinking... Out loud. I imagine Skid is fine. Didn't we go to the dogs? No, we never went to the dogs. We, we sent the Goliaths or something out. No, that's how, when once we got back from the teleportation, Skid was like, yo, I'll go check on them. That's I'll fly was. away. Because it was that ice wall that we would have had to go okay, up and down. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And when he was there, that's when he met up with Sephik. Gotcha. You guys circle around the edge of this mountain. Uh, you're about 15,000 feet high now at this point. Pretty up there. And you can see a lot of Icewind Dale, you can see ten towns far in the distance, barely, but you can barely see it because it's basically all snow tundra, and it's a little bit easier to point out things out there. Just making sure no smoke is coming from good meat, if I can see it. Yeah, it doesn't look like anything's on fire anywhere. Okay, <laughs> good. That's all I can hope for. Um, and as you, I'm the worst leader of a way. city of all time, dude. I've been there like twice. Eh, you got you hired someone good. Yeah. Uh, you guys come around to the north side of the mountain, and uh, you see a 10-foot-wide stone causeway hugging the side of the mountain, and it sends to what looks like Sky Tower Shelter. Above you, you see six griffins circling yep. the mountain's peak, and they start making... Shrieks as they see you ascending. If I recall correctly, these people train griffins, correct? That is what they told us at Wormdoom. Maybe some kind of alarm or something. I don't think they'll attack us. 
Yeah, hopefully not. Well, does a stone causeway looks precarious. Well, just remember, if, if we talk to anyone, we're looking to speak with Arn, the leader of Sky Tower. Arn, the one that's like a fetus or something. No, no prejudgments here, just Arn. Arn. The walking stillborn. I mean, okay, let's maybe chill out on that sort of talk. <laughs> hey, since you two are uh, much... Uh, what? More adept at moving across places without need for bridge. Perhaps uh, Pilgrim and I will keep the back, and in case something goes awry, I can hold on to him and hold on to this bridge. So you want us to go first? Yes, like, that's what I'm saying. Going to use us like bait? Well, I'm just going to protect the Pilgrim back here. Yeah. As you say that, the Pilgrim stumbles and falls a little bit from his weak old knees. Yeah, let's go. Thrax goes and helps him up. Let's go, Ricky. Come oh. on. And while oh. Thrax helps him up, he goes, I have a question for you. Oh, shoot. And as you guys walk, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, we walk 15, we'll start walking. Ahead. You know, uh, we don't talk much, Pilgrim. <laughs> <laughs> so true. So true. Pilgrim doesn't say anything. <laughs> and that's fine, but uh, the paths, I know you just follow them. I know you know a lot of things. Uh, anything ever laid out there where you were sure there would be certain death? Certain death? Well, at least that the path would contain uh, a fair amount of death. This one doesn't try to understand the paths, but this one understands this. Nothing is certain about the paths, and nothing is certain about death. Well, let's just say you could see one path, and you knew there was death on it. Mm -hmm. Have you made choices around that, or do you just follow? What's What's your path God say about that? There's no path God. It's somewhat offensive, but... Um, this one believes that all you can do, Thrax, is be the best that you can be. Whether that includes making decisions or marching forward, it makes no difference. You are already on the path, and the path will be out before you, and it'll shift, and it'll be chaotic, and it'll be uncertain, but it will be the way that you are supposed to go. It's sort of frustrating, this one knows. I'm just wondering if you ever saw a path and made the decision even though you knew what you thought was right would be uh, a bad way to go. Um, Pilgrim will just put his uh, uh, hand on Thrax's shoulder and say, Thrax, this one's only here to help you make those decisions. As of now, this one sees no clear path ahead that leads towards death, nor away from it. Mm. Well, I just might see a path that way. Might not be your death, not be, might be one of our deaths. It could be the death of one of our enemies. Mm. All right, as we're walking across whatever is happening. Mm-hmm. You know they're talking? Yeah. Uh, the six griffins circle above you guys, shrieking at your approach. They send to about there a few hundred feet away, but come no closer. 
At the end of this entrance ray, entrance way is a 10 foot tall barricade made of wood and stone set with a crude gate made of thick lumber and festooned with metal blades. Gaps in the gate allow you to see an unusually tall figure in hide armor standing 10 feet behind it and clutching a great axe. Beyond this figure is a, on a, is a higher ledge with five equally towering figures standing atop of it. As you approach, all you hear is, Turn back. You're not welcome here. All right. <laughs> you turn back? <laughs> I turn around, I walk five feet, and I turn and it's like, am I welcome now? No. Uh, we wish to speak with Arn. He is. Just speaking to him. Oh, hello, Arn. Oh, uh, we come by way, they call us the Pathwalkers, uh, just kind of trapezing the mountains, as it were. Uh, we were at uh, Wormdune Crag with the other Goliath clan, we did a quest for them. They recognized us in honor. Could we do something like that here? And you let us in. I am not here for diplomacy with anyone like you. Yes, I see these. Uh, you want in? Well. Bring me the white cloak of Ogli. There it is. He said the white cloak of Ogli. Is that correct? Yes, that bitch at Wormdoom. What did she do to you? Kill her and bring me the cloak. Oh. Now, why you have this barricade up? It looks like you're ready for a war or something. We protect ourselves. But wouldn't you protect each other better together? There's power in numbers. We will never treat with them. Arn, has this everlasting winter had no effect on... You and your clan? It has not. None at all? None. I'm gonna quickly turn to the pathwalkers and say like, this one's not really sure that this is worth causing more of a battle between the two clans. Yes, what was their beef to begin with? It was over some kind of stupid fucking game, right? Well, the worm doom giant or goliaths say that one of their griffins killed a child of theirs. Ha! You've heard that story. But you have a different version. We'd like to hear that too. Well, many summers ago, the children of Sky Tower challenged us to Worm Doom uh, to a game of goat ball. Of what? Goat ball. Good ball. Okay. Goat. Goat ball. Yeah. One of the children of that rocks. <laughs> yeah. Angered at being knocked off her perch, threw the ball at one of our griffins and struck it in the head. It wounded her in return. Mm. The game was called off. Days later, hunters from Wormdoom climbed our mountain and slew the griffin in its nest. A grave insult. We've been at war ever since. Spilling more blood because of spilt blood? Multiplying the issues, multiplying the Devastation for all involved? Well, it's not too bad sometimes. Shut up. Max. Really helping out the racks. An eye for an eye. Honor for honor. So you want us to kill one of their griffins? They don't have griffins. They have no griffins. I know, I was being facetious. Mm. That's what we need right now is jokes and sarcasm. 
Well, we seem to be at an impasse. They want to entreat with you, and let the past be the past. Bring me a white cloak. We have to go all the way fucking back there. Can I check how how serious is this guy's guy? I'm sorry, person, Goliath. How serious is he? Well, yeah, I'm just like like. Do they seem like unwavering in their resolve? I suppose when they're talking. I'm fishing for an inside check. Yeah, brother. go for it. Okay. I know. It's a it's a giant though, not a Goliath, right? These Goliath. 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 A very big Goliath. Yes. Okay. Oh man, this doesn't help out at all. Uh, insight's eleven. Um, you. Can By the way, that was that a two. Is a plus value. He definitely has no Jeez. patience for attempts at diplomacy, and will definitely meet aggression with aggression. Okay. Uh, this guy doesn't look like he's gonna. Fu- he's fucking around. Um. This one's not sure what to do. I'm just kind of saying this is a whisper, sort of, to the pathwalkers. I don't know. We seem to be at some sort of impasse. Could we just turn around and blow up this bridge? <laughs> this one thinks that would be a declaration of war. Yeah. And they have griffins. It yeah. looks like they can fly on the griffins, right? I mean, the griffins are pretty large. Large enough to handle Arn? Probably. Who's clearly not that weird baby thing you all were talking about. Where'd that come from? Yeah, what is this? Walking stillborn? Yeah. That's what old goat called him. Oh, that's right. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's an Ogli is old goat. That's her real name. Yeah. All right, well. I don't know what else to fucking do. He's very stubborn. Hey, we could kill him. That doesn't seem right. How does that benefit us? Uh, it's just a thing we could do. You know, Beryl, we- you got any bright ideas here? Diplomacy and uh, social relations ain't really my bag. Well, I don't. This one does not think those are his bag either. So yeah, um, and it feels like they got all this in the sky. They got the Griffins. I don't even think aggression is a smart move either. How many Goliaths are we looking at, Jay? Uh, you're looking at Arn, and at least five are armed and ready to fight. Yeah, I think yeah. we're boned. What if this is a big what if? What if we challenge them to a game of goat ball? I don't know the rules or how to play. But if we win, maybe their pride is on the line. Yes, yes, but tell them we have no allegiance to anyone as well. We're just trying to help and get information. Yeah, but what do we put up as collateral? We need something to wave in front of them to make us want to play, you know? What do we lose if we lose the game? Oh, it is just a big what if. I doubt he's going to even let us do that. They could be competitors. It also sounds like fun. Try that, Ricky. Wait, 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 real quick before... Well, if we do get in with these, this lot of people, well, what do we get out of it? An alliance? Yes, sure. maybe we can make them friends and then they can all help us fight that frost maiden, that thing that's doing all the stuff around here. Mm-hmm. This jug is pretty magical, though. We could put this up as collateral. Go for it, Ricky. All right. I like that thing. On. We challenge you, the Pathwalkers, to a game of goat ball. If we win, you'll let us in. And if we lose, you can have this magic jug that makes wine and shit. <laughs> Such an insane sentence. Uh, do you see the guys on top start nudging, like, shouldering each other? <laughs> Thrax, Thrax, show them. Uh, yeah, show them. Yeah. Thrax throws it up like the cover of Say Anything. With, yeah. Uh, and so Arn will look back. 
like he holds the boombox up at the girl's mm-hmm. window. Oh, I'm sorry. It's like okay. a famous movie. I think mm-hmm. you, said, you said cover of it. I was like, I don't know the Just cover know. of the movie. Yeah. Is, is it? Is it really? That's what the cover is? Yeah. Of oh, the man, VHS? I yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that was the actual cover of it. I was thinking of an album, like an obscure prog rock album or something. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, you see, uh, so you see Arn look back. All right. Good luck. Hey, um, this one's curious. How do you play? How does one play goat ball? Since, yeah. since we're in the tribes, have I played goat ball? Just, no. Okay. This is a Goliath thing. Okay. Uh, when you hear, wait, how do we play goat ball after this challenge? <laughs> then they all start fucking laughing. <laughs> And he's like, oh, this will be a piece of cake. And they're all just nudging each other laughing. Yeah. I'm sure it's not a strength check. Yeah, I'm sure it's no strength involved. <laughs> <laughs> this is all perception. And, and, uh, I think it's mostly insight and medicine check is what right. I heard. You kind of hear medicine one of them balls. yell back and uh, say, oh, we got some people for goat ball. Who wants to watch a match? And echoes throughout the caves. And you see people like kind of poke out uh, to your west. There's uh, like an, and then you see guys kind of poke their heads around the mountain and look at you. It's you could guess that's where Griffin's a uh, Griffin nest would be. And like looking down, like you hear them start laughing. Like, <laughs> oh man, I gotta see this. And so they all start heading down and meet you at the gate. They open the gate. <laughs> Arn waves his hand, and uh, the Griffins are just following overhead. But then, like, yeah, at least. 20 Goliaths are coming to go watch you guys play boat ball as you Dude. guys make your way to the goat ball stadium. This is like the dream team and the redeem team versus like toddlers who have never played basketball before. Yes, this is like when Space Jam, the little babies, go up to face the Looney Tunes. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So the, uh, as you walk your way around, back, you walk up the path again, basically carved away in, uh, inside the mountain. Uh, you see it carves in and inside like you saw at uh, Wormdom Craig there are 15 crude stone pillars they stand on this raised arena the bleachers carved into the back wall are sheathed in ice and at the top of the seating section are burnt torch stubs and sconces kiss your jug goodbye brother (laughs) don't worry we've got this team are we a team now We've been a team the whole time. At some point, we formed a team. Yes. What? What? A what did you think team. we were together? Like adventurers, comrades in arms. But you know, we weren't like a. Anyway, we're a goat ball team now. Sure. And we're going to win. Uh, Arn, could you show us a demonstration of goat ball and give us some time to prepare a strategy? So he will explain. He'll explain it. What it is to you? Oh God. Uh. Pretty much what this is, goat ball, it's a team sport similar to dodgeball. You use a furry, misshapen ball made of stuffed goat hide and also requires a dozen or more elevated platforms. The pillars are tree stumps typically, and they're arranged in a random pattern. Two teams of four players clamber onto the platforms, pass the ball back and forth, and try to knock their opponents off their platforms. A team wins if all of its opponents have been knocked out of the game. Oh, God. <laughs> that's so bad, dude. That's so fucking bad. I have, I, have, I have a plan. All right. So that's that's the gist of the game. You guys are standing on pillars, and it's basically dodgeball on pillars. All right. Throwing, okay. they, throwing. Like, a, when you say a goat ball, it's a goat hide. It's a it's a uh, basically pretty stuffed goat hide. Pretty ball. fucking big. 
Like a yeah. football or a basketball? Uh, it's a more of a, like a ball. larger, like, uh, more of a ball. volleyball looking thing. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure I might, might have a player handout for you. Okay. I remember when I found out what real regulation size dodgeballs were, and they were not big, meaty mm-hmm. boys. They were mm-hmm. and smaller. Hand, handfuls. I was yeah. playing creatures that are much larger than you. True. Yes, and this is a fantasy game called Goat Ball. It's true. Uh, <laughs> when I'm, so when I'm picturing this stadium, is it like so many pillars, Jesse? You know, like, yeah. Like, so there. Uh, is it like four on four or? Yeah, it's four on four. Nice. And there's multiple pillars, so it's like, uh, basically, it's going to be strength or dex checks against each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, like dex would be like acrobatics would be like you're jumping across to dodge the ball being thrown at you. To other pillars, strength would be catching it. You know, it was standing the blow of the goat ball. And real quick, just for visualizing this, this is outside that we are. Yeah. Inside. You're inside of a cave. A cave. Oh, but with, with cool. like a with like a uh, so you saw bleachers at, uh, and shit like that. So yeah, so you you saw at uh, Worm Doom. There's outdoor, yeah. and Sky Towers is indoor. Is there a jumbotron? Yeah. <laughs> is Benny the Bull there with popcorn? Yep, he's spilling it all over people. That's crazy. Threat starts. <laughs> he looks at the other team. Are they wearing all their clothes or like underwear? They have uniforms. They're like you know, uh, they're wearing like uh, basically just like light hide. Okay, Rex will take off all of his heavy stuff to be lighter. All right, team, bring it in. <laughs> right, you've got a plan for this because I don't. Wait, wait. Do you think we'll get in trouble for you all using your magics? Bring it in. Bring it in close. I think we're going to cheat. Okay. It's fans of Rare Ed Studios. Thank you for listening and keeping the show going. If you want to help support the show, subscribe to our Patreon. Gain access to the Rare Ed Discord. Talk with other listeners and the Rare Ed crew. Post funny pictures. Watch movies with us sometimes. Also, if you want to help us out, buy some sweet merch at RareEdStudios.com. All your support helps and keeps the show going. We appreciate you. Right, they throw you. Uh, they throw you guys some balls so you can get a look at them. They're weirdly misshapen, mm-hmm. and they're hard goat, goat hide. And inside is some sort of stuffing. You're not quite sure what's inside of these what things. The fuck is this? But they are. They're goat hide balls. How big are they? Um, Goliaths can palm them. So Thrax can palm them. They're a little big for the rest of your hands. Uh, before this starts, Thrax will just throw the ball to say. He'll first toss it to the pilgrim. Uh, pilgrim will try to catch it. <laughs> you can roll for that. What do you want me to roll? Like a dex? You can either do athletics or acrobatics. Oh, thank you. Um, that's gonna be a seven. You drop the ball. <laughs> it, it hits him in the chest and falls to the ground. Nice try. Uh, <laughs> just put both hands around it next time. <laughs> try me next. There, uh, Thrax goes and picks up. All right, here you go, Ricky. Are you just lobbing it to them? No, I'm throwing it. Okay, yeah. You see, like the you see the Goliath just like whipping this ball at each other, and they're just like catching it with one hand. <laughs> <laughs> I Does the pilgrim fall over when the ball hits him? Too? Um, 
We wheezes. <laughs> like Mrs. Smithers? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> I, got, I got an 11. You you also, you try and catch it. It's not as bad as Pilgrim, but it fumbles around your arms and it hits the ground. All right. not, not too bad here. Toss it back. All right, I'll throw it back to him. Hey, Trax, yeah, over here. There you go. Uh, that's pretty good. That's a 13. Yeah, you fumble the ball, too. <laughs> you guys are terrible. They're, the team's just laughing at you. The people that are gathering in the arena are just pointing as they're going to sit down. <laughs> All right, we're going to need a little bit of finesse for this one. <laughs> Wait, someone should whip it at me at least once. I'll pick it up and throw it as hard as I can. <laughs> I roll it up there. Acrobatics or athletics? With athletics, that is uh, 23. Yeah, Thrax catches it. And they're like, well, that's the ringer for that team. <laughs> the big orc's the one that is going to be actually good. <laughs> but I imagine the pilgrim threw it pretty hard, though, right? Yeah, he, he got a good chuck yes. at it. <laughs> oh, yeah. My character rocks. <laughs> All right. Right, team. And so the the Goliaths are pouring in, excited to see this match. Uh, they've never been really challenged by outsiders before, so they, this is a kind of a spectacle. And they've never been challenged by people that were so much smaller than them. <laughs> and they people are loving it. So you see them all pulling out flagons. You see people making bets, like on the on the side of the on the side of the thing, hundred to one odds that you guys <laughs> oh, win. Thrax, Thrax is telling the team, uh, you know, he's, he's making. We sure. don't have any gold, do we? We do yeah. some. Do, didn't Thrax, didn't Skid take our fucking? He took our back, yeah. yeah we're we're so fucking stupid, dude. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ! But as this is happening, Thrax is like, "That's insane." <laughs> you guys have some ch- like pocket change. You got a couple of gold on you. You all have to stretch here, a pilgrim. Stretch, but try to bend your toe and touch your toes. This one feels sort of singled out right now by Thrax. Okay. <laughs> he's going to go turn away from no, you no, and cross no, his no, arms. No, this is important. Please, please stretch. Yeah, Burrell will start uh, doing some yoga good, in front good. of you. Uh, well, that's what we like oh, to see. I'll take off, my, take off my coat and you see a white, white ruffled shirt. And, then start <laughs> <laughs> and I'll start, start stretching. I'll touch my toes. Get back up. You get some whistles from the crowd. <laughs> they're, kind of, they're loving it. So you look like da- like the labyrinth David Bowie, that shirt. Yeah, it's sitting at the very, Goblin Castle. Yeah, it's very <laughs> ruffled white yeah. shirt, ruffles in the front. <laughs> and yeah, the Goliaths pour in, and um, people are getting ready to, to witness this spectacle. And we will jump to Skid, though. Oh, no. <laughs> before, before we get to some goat ball. <laughs> See the goat ball game. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I love it. All right, Skid, you walk through the Blizzard portal with Sephic. And you find yourself somewhere unfamiliar. Christmas Town. No, no, this is- Not too far off. Um, <laughs> there. The- <laughs> Here is basically forests that are basically encased in ice. Uh, animals that are made of ice. Um, they're kind of moving around. And he just goes, and Sephir just leans close to you. We only speak in our minds from now on. Just keep quiet. 
Nod. And you guys start walking through this this very crystalline, icy landscape. In my head. What is this place? This is the realm of the Frostmaiden. So you have to complete your training. And you guys start walking. Oh, God. <laughs> you pass... Complete your training. Into a small, what looks like forest. Again, these are crystalline trees. Um, they're reflecting the colors of the aurora above you. Uh, it's very beautiful and almost still. The frozen, like frozen glass animals basically are moving around. So they are sentient, you would assume, and moving around. And he's leading you what looks like to the center of this forest. How do you do that blizzard portal? How do you move like that? Years of practice. Hmm. Thought it was an item or something. No, just giving up part of myself. Okay. You guys keep moving through this forest. Here it's it's very quiet, and you can hear the you can hear the uh, crackling of. Animals moving. Animals rustling, rustling. making very, yeah, making their the specific background. beds yeah. oh, come on. for a long time. There we go. There we go. Jesus Christ, brother. Now he's corn cobbing. Now he's corn cobbing a toy. That's a corn cobbin. And you guys head towards this thing. It looks like there's a shrine there. As you approach the shrine, it says, go on, kneel in front of it. What does the shrine look like? <laughs> it looks like it. a large star with multiple points coming out. Like the brightness of a star that you see in the distance. Do you say go ahead and touch it? You said kneel before it. Kneel before it, okay. Yeah. Offer yourself. Kneel? What is this what is this shrine to? Not the frost maiden, if that's what you're wondering. Of course that's what I'm wondering. In the last place, what was that tendril in the aurora? It wrapped around. What is this thing? I got a weird fucking thing, especially lately, about who I kneel to. I just want to learn how to control that wind around me and the eyes so my friends could travel with me. I know. You don't have to do this. What is this fucking star? Shrine ties. Ice itself? Yes. The world's but a demigod. Demigod. A lesser god. And ice is a greater? It's an element. You should be familiar with these things. I don't know why you're so resistant. You're a druid, aren't you? The wind, the water, ice. It's all part of your your world, is it not? Just the last frost druid I saw was revisiting. The bad taste in my mouth. But I could do it better. Yes. She chose to follow the frost maiden. I'm not asking you to follow her. Let's get a uh, let's get a meal. 
kneel down, and you feel the ice start to grow on your knees as you touch the ground in front of it. Don't worry. Let it consume you just as you let everything else. The wind, the water, just feel through it. Stop being so tense and he'll sit down. Cross leg and close his eyes like he did before. All right. First have to check. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, off the table. Uh, 17. 17. Feel the ice come up on your shins, your knees, from the ground up. You feel it start to encase you. It's bitterly cold, but once again, your skin feels cold at the touch, but then softens. You think what would be jagged, sharp edges are actually soft and smooth against your body. Roll it again. 27, critical 20. Crit 20. I saw it. The ice shoots up half of your body quicker as you become more attuned to this because you are you're actually giving yourself to it with the crit 20. You feel it shoot up all the way to your neck so that you're just, your head remains. Open my eyes one last time. Zevik is standing next to the thing. He just nods at you. And close him again. Twelve. Take seven damage. Not looking good. Come on now, you're so close. He's just gonna kill you. (laughs) Um. Again, close your eyes. Think about where the group is. Fourteen. Fourteen. Yeah. Take four damage. <laughs> Continue to close my eyes and focus as this last bit of ice is going up his neck. Fourteen again. Right. Oh, three damage. Come on, you can do it. A nine. A nine? Yeah. He's struggling. (laughs) You have five damage. (laughs) You're just gonna kill me. (laughs) Come on. (laughs) Just a corpse. No longer responding. Just believe me. (laughs) I know you're scared. Give that up. Relax and open his eyes, and hopefully, and um, a 21. 21? The ice encases your head, and your eyes are wide open. Your vision becomes almost prismacolor as the light and everything reflects off your eyes, the ice in front of you, and you're perfectly encased. You feel the cold around your body. You feel your body stop like you did in the ocean. Your blood stop, your brain stop, your heart stop. You're just there. You exist, but don't exist at the same time. You 
You may remain there for a few moments, thoughtless, weightless, unmoving. You see Sephic walk up to you, tap the top of the ice, and it shatters around you onto the ground. Well, good job. I'm impressed. Stand up. <clears throat> Look at him. I have to thank you, Zach. Are we able to go back now? Oh, we are. Come on. And you guys turn around. However, behind you, there's a figure. Well, 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 Suffolk. Who are you bringing here? I smell betrayal. You hear him say out loud? Oh, Ingaroth. You stupid, stupid fool. If you thought you could kill me now, there's a second of me. And in your head you hear, we have to kill him now, or he'll tell the Frost Maiden. Let's fucking go. All right, and we'll roll for initiative. Ooh. What does this thing look yeah, like? Did you describe what that other? Uh, this man is in a long black trench coat. He's larger. Um, he looks almost tall, human size, about six six. Gray hair. He's got one, long, one wing no. angel, long Masamune. He's got long gray hair. <laughs> no, he's, got, no, he's, he's got long brown hair. Uh, two, uh, the front of his hair kind of comes on two sides in the front, and the rest is put up in a ponytail behind him. And you see him pulling out an ice greatsword. <laughs> It's just Sephiroth. It's not a long, thin blade. It's a great sword. I'm not mad. I'm happy. It's a claymore-looking blade. Sephiroth. Nice. Sephiroth. Under his shirt, under his coat, you see what looks like almost like the standard vest and tie get-up that Sephiroth seems to wear often as well. Hmm. <laughs> Sephiroth? What? Sephiroth? Sephiroth. Sephiroth. Roth. We got there. Yep. All right. It says, be careful. And you had to hear, be careful. He's strong. But together we'll kill him. We can't let him escape. If he runs, we cut him down. Understood. All right. What'd you roll? 16. 16? Alrighty. <laughs> Good luck, skinned. You guys are about 30 feet from each other. You and Sephiroth are not. <laughs> yeah. You and Fuck you, Fuck. brother. Fuck. Sephiroth. Yeah, you, you and Sephiroth are next to each other. No. Um, and he draws his blade as well. His ice, traditional ice blade. And it is his turn first. Sephik will immediately dash towards him and attack twice with his his uh, longsword. That is one hit, one miss. So he deals some damage to him as he slices into him with his frost blade. And it's your turn, Skid. Um, fuck. Skid will run forward and 
conjure. Now he will fuck. run forward and he'll wild shape uh, into a giant constrictor snake and attack and try to constrict him. All right. So it's a, if it's a one on an enemy, just trying to get in there to give Sephic advantage on those uh, mm-hmm. strikes. Keep him from just trying to work together and be be smart. Um, and he will. Is your constrictor snake? Is it blue now and icy? <laughs> yeah, color? it's really icy, and he's got. Blue eyes. <laughs> it's green with like blue instead of the red undertones and underscales. They're blue for sure. All frosty. Um, it did not. It was like an eleven to hit. Eleven. Unfortunately, yeah. Eleven misses. Yeah. So you turn to a giant snake, slither around him, but do not constrict yeah. him and get in his range. Pass. All right. He will take this guy. Angeroth will attack each of you once with his greatsword. That is a 19 to hit you, Skid. Hit. That is a 24 to hit Sephic. So you just take 15 damage. Sephic will then, once again, attack twice with his longsword. He misses both. Not good. Skid, you're up. Uh, Again, just trying to uh, constrict him. 16 to hit. 16 hits. Nice. Um, so then you take damage and you are considered grappled until the grapple ends as uh, the creatures are strained. All right. Um, actually, really good damage rolls. Uh, 22 bludgeoning damage. 22? Yeah. And your escape is a 16. All righty. And that's at the end of my turn? Or I have to use an action to break it, right? Can I grapple? Grapple, you can attack, you can do whatever you want, or you can take an action to get out. Yeah, restraint. Right. Attack rolls have disadvantage, and um, attack rolls counts, you have advantage. Okay. And you have disadvantage on deck saves. You got it. For restrained. Um, and you have speed becomes zero. But you can escape on a DC 16, or take attacks at disadvantage. Alright. He will attack both of you once again with his greatsword. He was wildly defending a lot of the blows from Sephic. And you with his large sword that he wields quite effortlessly. So cool. I like this guy. Oh, my God. Disadvantage as a 22. Hits me. Disadvantage as an 18. So he hits both of you again. 15 damage apiece. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) So he just stays constricted, right? Yeah. And then Sephix up again. Sephix up. He has advantage. All of these have advantage, yep. Those are both hits on him. So Sephic does 20 damage to him, slashing into him with his longsword. Nice. And then I'll just bite him con- while I'm continuing to constrict him. Crit 20. Nice. Oh, yeah. Uh, 20 piercing damage. 20 piercing? Yeah, Ooh. for the bite. And squeeze him a little bit. And wrap around, try and get his arms and make him more uncomfortable. He's kind of laughing at you both. Oh, no. <laughs> I will bring the fro- I'll bring the Frost Maiden both of your heads. Not good. Yes. Ooh, misses that one on you, for sure. And he misses that one, too, because he has disadvantage. So he's swinging his greatsword. Kind of getting a little more worried now that he's not being able to break up. <laughs> Your snake voice. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good snake voice. Twice. 
It's a hit and a miss, so he'll deal 10 damage. Um, 16 to hit. 16 hits. And I can just be biting him now. Oh, I uh, I'm, I'm sorry. piercing. Real quickly, Suffolk, he normally uses daggers, right? He uses a dagger and a longsword. But now he's using, like, just a longsword? Yeah, two-handed. Two-handed. swinging that thing around. A lot of pirouetting. Mm-hmm. A lot of stabbing. <laughs> a lot of forward stabbing, forward thrusting. Mm. It looks elegant. Nice. And just be- deal that piercing damage, wrapping around him and biting him in the in the soft parts that any- anywhere I can get. How much damage was that? Uh, twelve piercing. All right. He being stuck there, he will raise his sword up in the air, and you see a bolt of ice coming from the sky and detonate on the ground. So that's a dex save for both of us. Ooh. Twelve. You both fail. That's twenty-five damage to each of you. Ooh, snake does not look good. Yeah, Suffolk's not looking good either. That thing hits the sword, flows through his body, and almost detonates through his chest. And a big radius of circle around him. Sharp glass-like pieces of ice pierce you. But as you know, because you are all the same kind of typing now that your resistances do not matter. What you all don't know is this is Pilgrim from a different timeline. Zephyr <laughs> will attack. And he'll say to you, come on, we have to hurry. He hits with one, dealing another 10 damage. Skid, you are up. Um... It'll pop out of his snake form and then conjure two direwolves. And then he will use his. That is his fucking turn. And the direwolves will rush in and attack. Alright. With pack tactics. Critical 20. Oof. The second one is a nat 19. Terrible. Uh, 15 piercing damage. 15? Yeah, and then two DC 16, DC 13 strength saving throws, or he's knocked prone. Uh, definitely fails one of them. So he is knocked prone. Yep. And then I'll get ready for my next turn, but those that's my actions. Alright. He will Let's see. Did Sephic up now? Oh no. No, yeah. Sephic me then him, unfortunately. Oh yeah. So yeah, he will um take his sword. He'll use a cleaving attack on all of you in front of him. Nice. He just pulls back like a baseball swing and just swings his sword as hard as he can. That is a strength saving throw for everyone. Um, so two wolves fail and uh, skid passes. All right. Sephic also passes. The wolves each take 35 damage. The sword slices through them and they are both knocked prone. Oof. And they each have two hit points left. 
Boom! <laughs> yeah, exactly. Seven cool attack. Twice, once again. He hits with one. As he see this giant greatsword swing in front of you, hits two wolves backwards. Sephic sees an opening, comes forward, and jams the sword through his throat. Where the sword is released from, you see it immediately turn to ice. The body falls to the ground and immediately becomes a large body encased in ice, as you have seen. Just in my head, not good, not good. And he turns to you. Skidden, I need you to go now. I'll be I'll be behind shortly. Okay, for sure. I wanna go now too. Portal. Go. Run and jump through it. And as you're jumping through, you see him kind of starting to cast something over this body of ice. And you jump through. Mm. Go ball! (laughs) (laughs) The roar of the crowd is reaching a fever pitch as they are all very excited to see the wimps versus the champs. Come on. We're the champs, right? Thrax is stretching as we're getting settled in. Yes, good stretch before a rousing match of goat ball. (laughs) It's the goat ball. I've seen goat testicles very recently. Yesterday, in fact, for the first time. It's not not a ball as in your nuts. Okay, they're massive. Goats have massive testicles, I found out. All right. They're not palm-sized of a a He said it was like the size of like a, a volleyball. You were getting ready to say, dude, goat's nuts are pretty big. I saw no, your no, face. No. I, I, was, I, know, I was wondering if they're actually made out of just a goat. Just he said the goat hide. Okay. There could be goat balls inside the goat ball. All right. Well, you maul that one over. <laughs> That'll keep him occupied. All right. I cast minor illusion on Trax's back. I give him a number one. <laughs> Um, I'll cast Bless at, uh, I think I have to do it at third level. No, I only have to do it at second level. Nice. Um, so Pilgrim will walk up and do the path, symbol of the pass on everyone's forehead. Um, and they will get, uh, what is Bless again? I think that's a D4. D4. On, uh, it's on attack roll or saving throw, so it might not be good for skill checks, but saving throw maybe, so, you know. Right. Do you do it with like, uh, like Palm Sunday, the ashes, so you look no, cool for the little match. little snow. Um, man, I, I don't really have anything cool in my inventory to do that with, but that is cool. Palm Sunday is so fucking cool. You know, that's what everyone says. They I do have an alms box. Yeah, I have an herbalism kit. We'll we'll do we'll do the symbol of it in ashes. Yeah, we'll we'll do Ash Wednesday right oh my now. God. <laughs> Good idea, Teach. That fucking sucks ass. That's very funny. Could I steal a D four from somebody? My homemade one went missing. <laughs> Uh, do you want an icy penguin one? Sure, closest to white, whatever. Uh, oh yeah, for listeners, Evan's uh, entire dice set is uh, white, bone white. Uh, I think I'm cool with this one. Thank you though. Okay. Mm-hmm. Evan also Thank has you. custom-made dice that have his molars in it. <laughs> yeah. Can we can we not talk play. about that? And an please? evil one from Gary Con that's cursed. You think I'm joking? He literally has it, dice I'm, with his teeth in it. I don't. Oh yeah. Seven of my teeth. Die. I've never. Looked or no, at six. Six. It's not Jesus imperfect. Yes, only six. 
Sandler. Evan currently has six teeth missing from his mouth <laughs> as well. <laughs> worth it. His toothless grin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jesus. All right. Thank you for the. Is All there, right. Is there like an announcer or anything? <laughs> yep. <clears throat> welcome, welcome, welcome to another round of Goat Ball. <laughs> oh, hell yes. Here we have the bruisers, the champions, the dominators of all. <laughs> Sky Tower Shelter's very own Goon Squad. <laughs> what do they look like? The biggest, beefiest men you've ever seen. There's two gigantic, beefy boys. There's one very skinny, but very, very toned uh, Goliath. You have to wonder how he got in the group, and I don't trust that man. <laughs> and then there's also the a woman Goliath with a long ponytail, who is also jacked. I look at the skinny one, and I bite my lip a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I look at the female large one. I think, I bet a dwarf would like that as a waifu. <laughs> Right. Or they, do they jump up on the pillars? Yeah, so they all pop, jump up on the pillars. And their challengers. Looks like a bunch of ten towners. <laughs> Except for that one. The only real challenger on that team. It's a number one. His name is Thrax. Thrax, Thrax gives a big orc roar at the crowd. Pilgrim will take the uh, uh, <laughs> pillar and take off his cloak and just be... <laughs> you know, shirtless with his boots on to stay warm, but he looks like like a like a like a blonde pretzel. Underneath. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Holy shit! I don't ever want to see that again. Yeah, it's bad. It's what, not good. What do you call yourselves? Well, our adventuring team name is the Pathwalkers, but I believe for this game, we're they gonna... will walk this path right into the ground. Oh, you heard I'm them all. Interrupting Place you. your bets <laughs> now. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Uh, announcer, if I may, I would like to sing a uh, a song of celebration for this inaugural match of Tin Towners versus the Bruisers of Sky Tower. Let's hear some drunk loud. I'm saying you pansy. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm gonna wait for the crowd to quiet down a little bit. Then I will begin a rousing performance to hopefully biotically inspire my whole team, including myself. Very recently, they heard of a game, a grand competition of glory and fame. It's goat ball, goat ball, goat ball. And so they came to play said game, win or lose. There is no shame. It's goat ball, goat ball, goat ball. All right, that was it. It was a short notice. I tried to make it up, and then, <laughs> and I'll get on my pillow. Roll a roll a performance check with advantage. All right, that was pretty good. Yeah, Still pretty, pretty good, good, Ricky. To play said game was a good line. It's a. Uh, 11 plus what the fuck is my performance skill at? It's gotta be 9, right? It's higher than that. What? With advantage? Uh, it's 11 plus 12, so 23. Yeah, people love you had the Goliaths clapping along uh, during the chorus. That they, they're like, oh yeah, this is pretty cool. 
a couple more people make bets on your on your side. The hundred one odds for the what? For a song. Well, I guess if it's hundred to one odds, you might as well just throw something over there, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. they just gotta throw something. It's hundred to one. Yeah. All right, you guys climb up onto your stumps. I want to. I want to see what that looks like, please, DM. <laughs> what you guys climbing on the stumps? Yes. Well, tell me what it looks like. You guys climbing on the stumps? How tall are they? Um, they are typically like I don't know, a couple feet high. Okay, okay. Oh, okay. Three two feet, feet high. high. I'll get it. Yeah. yeah, it takes Pilgrim a couple steps, but he gets up there eventually as he's shirtless. He's got like uh, you know, like the classic like Master Roshi underwear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like a just like a fucking. It's like a wrap, like a toppy wrap or something. Yeah. Like oh, oh my god. <laughs> but I got my UGG boots on too. Dax jumps up, with pulling both knees up, lands on top. Yep. I think Burrell quite easily kind of just jumps up one foot kind of trailing and his red cloak following behind him and uh, he sends uh, Ricky a message. Yeah, that song was uh, jingle worthy. Pretty good. Thank you. I say thank you as I jump up. I'm spinning about three times in the air and pirouetting around and I land on one foot and I bow gracefully as my shirt ruffles in the light wind. I just want to double check. Burrell is wearing a red cloak like a cape during this fight. Yeah, uh, I mean, I mean, my my normal like coat, you know, is a red, yeah, like a red one. And as I as I get up from my bow, I look at the skinny toned Goliath, try to meet his eyes, and I give him a nice little wink. I'm not. Yeah, I think that's the ringer, dude. Yeah. <laughs> does he just look at him? What does he do? Uh, this tall, skinny one. Yeah. Uh, this is from uh, from Ricky. Yes, I wink at him. Oh, you're trying to fuck him. Okay, sorry. Yes. Um, uh, hey, he wings back. Oh, <laughs> yes. Dice never lie. <laughs> We're going to get into this town one way or another. <laughs> well, actually, interestingly enough, um, you, as you see everyone kind of come in, you do see Arn kind of sitting at the the head of like this larger chair, etc. Next to him, you can make out his husband. He is actually married to a dude. Nice. Uh, Representation. Now now I'm really curious if the worm dooms are cool with same-sex marriages. That's why they're against them. Right? <laughs> they, they kill the bigots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that makes sense because they asked you to go kill them because they didn't believe in that oh, god. No. <laughs> oh, no, you definitely see eyes of Grumps here. They, these guys worship Grumps as well. Oh, oh. shit. Mm. The pot Not really. Oh, a little <laughs> bit, yeah. Someone's lying to you. Alright, so there will be... People dead. Huh? But they want them dead because they weren't followers of Grumps, is oh. what they told you. The people uh, who warned him. Without flourishes, there will be three rounds. Uh, the outcome of the game is basically combined athletics or acrobatics checks. Combined? Yep. Oh, we're boned. Oh, and everyone does. I'm, I'm bodically inspiring all of you with that song. I'm wasting, I'm wasting all of them. You all have one D8. D8? Nice. Yeah, my bless doesn't help you all at all. But you're blessed. Because you can guidance yourself. Blessed about attacks or... Saving. Saves. I got it. Guidance is also concentration. Sure. So I'd rather just keep you all up. Blessed up. Yeah, just in case saving comes into it. Mm -hmm. 
They're getting knocked off or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right. Um, you guys are up on your pillars. You see a you see Arn flip a coin. Nods at uh, Thrax. Call it in the air. He flips. He goes tails. All right. Thinking of Skid and being an animal all the time. <laughs> <laughs> tails it is. And so you see him stand up and just cannon a goat ball to you, and you catch it. Ball to you. Threats. All right. <laughs> Still doesn't know how so to play the game. You see Pilgrim, and he's got. I'm open. <laughs> this one's open. So you guys will um, basically roll either your athletics or acrobatics. We do combined scores, and the ball will get flying. And I'll describe what happens. So Wait, so if Thrax throws it, we all roll athletics or acrobatics? Yes. It's uh, the highest team wins is the rules of this game. Combined score. All right. And I'll add flourishes to the story of what happens. That's not good. So roll acrobatics or athletics? Mm-hmm. 23. 24. 14. 16. Not bad. Wait, is it 30, 30, 23, 53, 24 is what you got? That's 77. You guys rolled well. I have a plus zero. I've got a plus six. Plus four. 30 together, right? Mm -hmm. 16, 14 together, yeah. That's gonna be close. Indeed. So that'd be 50s. 76. Oh, uh, fuck you, bitch. What'd you guys get? 77. 77. Oh, yeah. Luka Doncic. So, yeah, the first round, the ball starts flying. Thrax's first throw is surprises him, catches him off guard, and it knocks the first guy off. Um, they return throw. Ricky Steele dodges nimbly off the, out of the way onto another pillar. Uh, Pilgrim catches the missed ball. No. Guns it back with the surprising <laughs> fury. And uh, his throw goes low. Oh. His throw goes low, and as one of them's trying to dodge onto another thing, it hits their foot, and they trip up and fall off the thing. Fuck you. The ball gets returned. Burrell surprisingly catches it in his midriff and throws it back, knocking that the, the taller woman off. And uh, the... Man uh, that throws it back at Ricky Steele. Ricky uh, reflects it with a pirouetted kick and hits the one that he winked at with the ball, knocking him off. We got three off? All of them off. All of them? All of them? That's the first three rounds. That's the first round. Oh. Oh. Well, we rock. Really should have bat the 100 to 1, man. Fuck. (laughs) People are going going crazy. What does that sound like? I bow politely to everyone in the crowd. You do, you do get a couple of booze though. That's fine. <laughs> Understandable. I didn't even spend my bardic inspiration on that one. Yes, we've, got, we've got ten minutes left. Well, we should probably, use that on the next one, probably. probably not <laughs> no matter yeah. what. Thankfully, that you was can, too close for comfort. Thankfully, you can see a roll first. So, all right, you guys, they reset the thing. The announcement. Holy shit! 
We've never seen anything like that. Look at these scrawny wimps. They just took them down like they were nothing. Uh, you see the odds change a little bit. They lower it to like 75 to 1 if you're putting in bets now. Ooh. You're changing the bet line on the fly. You got some crazy bet laws out here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, once again, we'll have our rolls. Did anyone roll exceptionally poor? Uh, I got a 14 again, but I used my Bardic Inspiration. I got a 17. Evan. And no, bar no Bardic, and I got a 21. You should use your Bardic. You should use your Bardic. Use your bardic. I got very Pump it up. Pump it up. Yeah, sure. yeah. With the Bardic, we have a 22. Nice. <laughs> so what is it? 22, 17. Yes. I got a 14. As I do my business, whatever's flying at me, you hear me whisper to myself. Not today, Ricky. Not today. And I'll cast silvery bobs on myself to re-roll the check. Yeah. One better. <laughs> At a eleven plus bardic is twelve because I rolled a one on that die. So twelve. Yes. So sixty-five totals. What I got, DM. All right. This one, I uh, the the salvo of goat balls at you this <laughs> round is fierce. <laughs> Uh, they got 30, 50, 60, 70. Yeah. They got, 80, yeah. They got yeah. 88 this time. Oh. oh, I burned through my Bardic, too. And so they fucking cannon these balls. They do not like losing. They do not like losing challenges. Uh, the one that does throw at Ricky Steele does not throw it as hard as you'd expect him to because of the way he's <laughs> pulling punches. Yeah, he's pulling punches for Ricky Steele. <laughs> <coughs> We've all been there. Uh, We've all seen a cute the, boy the, on the basketball The largest court. one throws it at Thrax. Thrax is able to catch the ball, but ends up falling off the, stu the stump. But he still has the ball firmly in his hands and nods at you as a sign of respect for catching it. Mm -hmm. Such a powerful throw. Pilgrim, you get blasted by, by this, uh, the other big dude. He just cannons his ball right at you, and you get rocked by it. Just and an old man. I'm just an old, frail man. And Burrell, you're using your elvish uh, movements, but again, um, the taller woman does the same thing you did to her and hits your foot as you're moving pillars and you fall in between them good job crowd goes nuts again there we have it folks there's our home team that's what we're talking about round three is coming up good luck to the winners and sucks to be the losers what did i say in my song there's no shame in winning or losing it's just a grand competition that we all should have fun at it's a very healthy way to look at it. And everyone will line back up on their stumps. As, <laughs> as I hear Burrell say that, it's a very healthy way to look at it. I line back up on my stump. As we're about to cast bowls, I'm going to throw the bowls. Cast bowls. I'm going to cast hold person on two of them. <laughs> and I'm looking across the way and I'm going to cast command on the other two. And I'm going to say fall. Round three, baby. Um, you cast Hold Person on two of them? Yes. It's a wisdom saving throw. Uh, they both fail? Yes. You just see me Ours pull my hand out. I'm, I'm upcasting it so I can do it to two creatures, and you just see me with the bowl in one hand. I lean down, point my, uh, ring, my which one is this, index and pinky at two of them, the two big ones, not the lady or the skinny boy that I like, and I hold them. 
and paralyze them. Uh, they are able to speak. Uh, they are paralyzed so they can mutter, basically. Yeah. Yes. All right. And fall. Oh, God. Yeah. Uh, wisdom saving throws. Uh, DC seventeen. And they do that on the next. They both fail. Uh, you can do target one or. I upsca- I upcasted it to level three. So. <laughs> All right. Well, I don't even roll. Two of them don't move, and two of them immediately fall. (laughs) And then Arn stands up and says, What is the meaning of this? As he finishes that sentence, we'll throw our balls. Yep. Uh, 16. (laughs) 15. 31. Uh, 12. 43. Uh, Unnatural 20. Hell yeah. Well, the two 20? already yeah. fall off because they fell. 30-20. And the other two are held there. Uh, yeah, and they get nailed by balls and fall off. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to be so pissed. Yes. And they say, I couldn't move. What was that treachery? You pieces of shit cheaters. Fuck you all. This was called Fear. You lost against ten towners and you felt shame and fear. Shame. This one's you didn't seen do it anything. You cheated. What do you mean? Give me cheated? one reason not to kill you where you stand. Prove that we cheated. Do you think they would just stand there and take balls? Fear. Do you think they would fall over like there was nothing? Yips. Yes, probably. Literally, their their caster is like they cast magic. I sensed it. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, <laughs> well. I'll propose. How about we just do one more round? Fine. I'm playing in this one then. Oh, all right. Then. <laughs> He'll stand up, and this man is a monster. Oh, he God. takes the little one that was t- pulling punches, and he moves him out of the way. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> on, on. on. No, nope, no waiting. Earn your honor back, you cheaters. You pitiful cheaters. I suggest. Uh, I suggest I something change. a little different. How about we have? I cheated. I'll admit that. I believe that Grim might have done a little. This one admits to nothing. Whatever. I'm here to fix things. The one that didn't cheat. Thrax. Yeah, I didn't. Hey, come on. I didn't cheat. You you cast some magic, too. Shut up. And Thrax against you on one on one. That is not how this team sport works. You will stand up there and take your punishment. Get up on the stump now. Punish me. Please. All right, roll. Uh, Anything? Twenty-seven. Twenty-two for Burrell. Oh wow. So forty-nine. I got a thirteen, so that's sixty-two. I got a nineteen. Alright, so that's eighty-one. Come on. Alright, thirty, twenty-four, twenty, nineteen. The one who admitted that it was pulling, that it was casting and was getting pulled punches, uh, King Arn throws his ball so hard at you that you <laughs> literally fly at least 12 feet off this pillar. Um, the rest of you, they take out all their anger as basically competition and proving yourself and challenges is the most important thing to the Goliath tribes and you've broke this symbol of trust of theirs. Do, so, do we do well? Like, do we dodge a couple though, or do we just get pelted and just fall off? You get right? pelted. You get okay. pelted by the hardest balls that have ever been thrown. At you. <laughs> okay. 
This was no longer fun for them. This is now just anger. <laughs> All right, we lose. I said, there's no shame in losing. That sucked, though. This one thinks they cheated, too, by bringing in an unfair substitution. Yes, uh, we, we agreed to fight one team, not this other team. Can we consult the bylaws of your rules? Yes, a test of strength or dexterity. Not fancy tricks, not magic. And illegal substitutions? This is not an illegal substitution. Why? <laughs> it sounds like you're making up rules. Well, that man is held in place. <laughs> you, you didn't he can't say perform. no magic. <laughs> you didn't say no magic. You didn't say no magic. Yeah, this was supposed to be a friendly game, and it you guys betrayed it. Was it was a friendly game. Well, very friendly. Then why did you cheat? We didn't know that it was cheating. Yes, you didn't. The rules were very clear. You should have the balls. Explained properly next time. Throw you, the ball. Dodge the ball. Usually, that people. is the only rules. That's very simple. What rules do we violate beyond those? Yes, usually in tribe. Not allowing fight. people to play the game uh, are the rules you violated. We've been around some tribes, you know. Usually, the stipulation they say uh, no magic, only uh, muscle. You didn't tell us no magic. Especially if you all are versed in casting as well, it would have been known to say that when we're at such a disadvantage against your physical prowess. You, you can it's tell these such few a physical prowess. magical people. Holy shit, you guys are ripped. All you gotta do is not cheat. Can, well, we, can we try again? No. Alright. Well, it was fun, though. It was. You'll have to admit that. Is there any chance that I can talk to the... Do you have a name for the the one that was standing on fighting us? He was quite handsome. The, the thinner one, very toned. Any... Uh, what is his name? Might be able to give him a little treatment. Uh, I don't know. He gave me a wink. You may talk to Lokag. So we've got a little time left. We're not trying to overstay our welcome. Lokag. 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 How should I say it? Lokag. Right, Lokag. Can I uh, see if you mentioned there was some shamans or like magical-oriented uh, goliaths there? There sure is. Is there any way I could try to approach one of them? There is a shaman that was sitting to the right of him. Cool. Whatever one just seems kind of, uh, uh, you know, a little more introverted and like chill and kind of not. Uh, Looks very druidic. Cool. I'll go to that one and talk to him. But you can go uh, Ricky first if you want. It doesn't matter. Should I just go, go up to him? Hmm. We want to say, Ricky, you want to go first? Or no, you, you take your druid fast. Sure. Uh so you approach um, to, uh, an elderly woman. Mm-hmm. And as you approach her, you see that she is blind. Oh, man. They're not kicking us out like we've somehow weaseled our way in, though? They're not kicking out of the arena area. For the moment, I guess we're good. They didn't let you into the, <clears throat> the sky tower yet, though. Cool. Hey, uh, my lady, how you doing? Um... 
You, did you just see that? Oh, I'm uh, killing I, it. I had a I had a question. Uh, you are an arcanist, uh, perhaps a druid. Yes, I am. I could hear you walk over here. You're an elf, are you not? I could hear your footfall. I am. I'm getting used to uh, elves have such a sprightly, uh, quiet way of walking. Um, that's a good ear you have. Um, my question is this. Um, I'm not good at asking in front of a bunch of people, but um, I do have a... See, and I'm, I'm a, a scribe and an artist and a... a a, a, a tapper, a tattooer, and I, I have these magical inks, and I was thinking perhaps I could give your leader, Arn, a, a tattoo that would empower him permanently. You think, um, perhaps, uh, would that make any sense? Would he be at all open to that before I try to ask him? Um, in exchange for letting us stay, maybe, because uh, we failed this challenge, obviously. Don't worry, just let him cool off. Yeah. I'm his mother. Wow. I appreciate that. I mean, it is pretty funny hearing people fall, sensing what magic was cast. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I, I knew that was going to happen. That's why I didn't cast anything, but... Uh, man, I'm... You're his mother. I'm going to stick here with you for a minute, all right? Absolutely. I'll be here. So you notice that she's petting a crag cat, too. That oh. lays at her feet. <laughs> That's mm. fucking insane. Mm. Uh, and she has a yeti fur, fur cloak draped over her stooped shoulders. <clears throat> try to pat the try to pet the crag cat if I can. Yeah, it's domesticated. Sweet. Yeah, pet that and just let him cool down and watch him. But I'm I'm also kind of getting out of my pack these five magical tattooing needles that I have and getting ready to isolate one of them. Alright. Yes, I'm going to go talk to Lokag. Absolutely. How tall is he? Uh, <clears throat> he is... Eight feet four inches tall. Saunter over gracefully. Look up to him. Hello. Lokag, is it... Yeah, that's me. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah. Sorry about all the uh, magic nonsense during the match. Didn't know it was illegal. But uh, maybe you and I could... I don't know. I guess we've got a little time to spare here before your onerous and bullheaded leader kicks us out. Maybe we could get to know each other and you could vouch for us or something. Talk over tea, I don't know. Goliaths like to drink. Well, you held me in place and hit me with the ball, so I think I owe you the same. <laughs> Ricky Steele has this biggest grin on his face. <laughs> I think I might tell you that favor. <laughs> I look around and this is this is the indoor arena, right? Yeah. Look around. Is there like a particular area of the cave that you stay in or, you know, come around this part so often? <laughs> I'll find you in a little bit. All right. Well, just to let uh, all know that we're cool and uh, 
you know, maybe chill out a little bit. Sorry about the whole magic nonsense. But... You'll be fine. He's just held up by tradition. Yes. You guys had balls doing that? Yes, it's a bit weird. He seems angry. Like he might need to see someone. Get a load off his chest. Or a load on his chest from what I saw. But... Dude. <laughs> He's Dude. Ricky Steele. No. <laughs> Alright, yeah. Uh, he walks away, gives you a wink as he leaves. Take my leave. I'll go find my jacket and put it back on. Anyone else doing anything? Dex is just putting on his uh, armor and re. Inventorying up, fastening everything. Yeah, putting all my spears on, my hatchet. Yeah, the other, the other three, uh, three competitors are shaking your hand. Like, oh, big man. Uh, Orc, but thank you. (laughs) (laughs) And they're all shaking hands with you guys. The players are on his left. Um, Harad is still there. His husband. He walks over to you guys. Oh, don't worry about it. He just gets angry. He didn't want to let us in earlier, but he seems to have liked this rousing competition. Yeah, you guys came and played. You did great. Appreciate that. This over here is Grim. He's uh, one of the speakers for Goodmead. The speaker for Goodmead. Want it? Add that... Grim has put on his clothes once again. <laughs> uh, maybe you will have matters to discuss about the impending doom upon us. I know the Goliath tribes are proud, but even uh, the old goat, uh, she, uh, they're not doing great. I'm going to put it out there. You like to put on a good face to the ragged tribes too, but we can all tell that this Never-ending winter is slowly fucking us all up. That's why we're here. Forge alliances. Try to get people together. Maybe take an expedition and find this so-called frost maiden bitch and murder her outright. Somehow convince her to stop this. Well, I'll tell you what, this... It's gonna take a lot for Arn and Olga to see eye to eye. That much is very understood, but seeing these issues plague us all, harm us all, it would be probably mutual beneficial, mutually, mutually beneficial for all of us to get together and, you know, maybe hammer this out. Also, your grudge is so petty. Like I, Ricky Steele, I understand. I can also be very petty, but wouldn't it be better to just let the past be the past? Bygones are bygones. Things don't matter as they once did in our current circumstances. Well, you'd think so, but our hate runs deep and they killed one of our griffins. I hate them just as well. This is most understandable. But you could put your 
hate aside, but for a few months and sort these problems out later. Then again, maybe not. It's always hard to tell. Well. You mind if we stay here for the night? Yeah, you may. I'd say just hang out here for at least an hour. Darn, cool off. Let your husband do his thing. Yeah. You're going to go smash a wall or something. Probably. Punch it hard. I could see a hard punch from that man. Thank you very much. Absolutely. Talk to you later. I'll be back. See you shortly. Take care. Nick, I head off. So now you have basically the glass meandering around drinking. Kind of talking shit about the bets. Like, no, that didn't count. It's like technically, technically they won because they won the third match first. So people are fighting over money and shit. And going back and forth. And eventually you're like, some glass like, come on, let's go drink. <clears throat> We're not allowed in the city, though. No, you are, come on. Yes, show me your jug. That they won fair and square, I guess. Well. Show them how much it pours. <clears throat> oh, come on, we were never going to take a jug from you guys. A magic jug, my ass. <laughs> Are you kidding? Look at this. Put thing. the jug away. Put the jug away. It's magical. <laughs> <laughs> like patting out you on the shoulder. <laughs> you want some wine from my jug? Oh, that's the magical stuff in it, eh? <laughs> uh, there's almost a, a, a half a gallon left. They're like, oh, yeah. I'll start drinking some wine with you. Um, I'll make more tomorrow. <laughs> make it more tomorrow. Start drinking with the Goliaths. Yes, I would also like to get drunk with the Goliaths. Okay. Look, looking for anyone with tattoos that has uh, markings of he who watches. All of them. All of them? Every single Goliath has an eye of rum. This one, we're passing the wine. Oh, so he who watches is pretty great, right? Like, mm, he who watches. <laughs> That's how religious people talk about their deity. <laughs> He's pretty great. All right, so you guys head into the caves. <laughs> if possible, uh, Burrell's gonna say, uh, "Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll catch up with y'all in a little bit." And I'm gonna, Burrell's gonna hang out with Arn's ma for a little bit. She introduced herself as Kaniaka. Cool. Kaka. Kaniaka. Oh. Yeah, hang out with her, talk about whatever she wants. <laughs> so, so you're playing that while he plays? Okay. No. Okay. Yeah, she just said arcanist. Joel just literally did the finger in the, the hand motion. <laughs> no, dude, she's a arcanist and yeah, sure, old blind woman. Oh, oh yeah, a little her type. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, that's fucked up, man. <laughs> All right, you guys start entering in. Um, she'll be walking slowly with you as she's elderly and blind. I'll help her, uh, using my mage hand to kind of guide her along the small of the back and stuff. You're doing yourself no favors. Yeah, yeah Arna's gonna kill you. I imagine she's massive, though, compared to, I'm... Yeah, she's, like, hunched over a little bit, she is, like, you know, seven, eight. Yeah. Cool. She is quite tall. And she'll walk slowly with you. 
Um, what you do yeah. in conversation? I do love soup. <laughs> you guys do talk about a lot in conversation. You ever had Just knuckle knucklehead? Yeah, knucklehead chowder. Yeah. Yeah, you guys talk. It makes small talk, but then she also tells you like she's like she she do find out that she does want to end the uh, the conflict and that she could do a lot more if if she were able to see again mm. and that something like a disease took it from her sight from her. But she's not sure why she lost her sight. Uh, kind of moving my uh, hands uh, by her eyes. Uh, does she? Uh, <laughs> no, not like that. Does like she? It? No. Does she? Um, <laughs> is there an, any arcanic, like, you know, residual stuff coming around her eyes? Like why she might have lost it? Something like a blindness, deafness, or something? That's what comes to Burrell's eyes. Like learning that spell, being like, holy shit, a spell can make people blind. Uh, roll an arcana. Or if it's a curse. Or a curse. Yeah. Oh, very poor, though. It's <laughs> <laughs> crazy, dude. Plus nine to Arcana, but only a 14. Um, <clears throat> it's on something there. Uh, not sure what kind of magic it is or if it's cursed, but there is something going on there. Ooh, okay. Yeah, um, yeah I'll, I'll just keep talking to her. And uh, You uh, have any semblance of memory from how this, how, yeah, how this happened? Uh, no, just happened gradually over a couple of days. Recently. Oh, oh no. At least three, four years. When the cold came. No, before that. Before that. But you don't remember any kind of phenomenon or anything that could be tied to this, no? No. Hmm. Not quite sure. Hmm. I keep hanging out with her. Yeah. You're not going to go tell the life cleric? Well, I will eventually. Okay. <laughs> I, uh, were you? You're not. You guys are separate, though. Are you guys with? Are we all together? No, we're getting drunk when the Goliath. Okay, cool. And Pilgrim, where are you? Uh, I don't know. I'm probably just hanging out back. I doubt I'm getting drunk with everyone. Really? Not with the Goliaths. And she love drinking now. Yeah, with the beer tribe. Yeah. Yeah. If if you said that you weren't with them, maybe I would call you into it. I just imagine you guys went to a bar or something. But if you're out, then I would call. If I could see you, I'd call Pilgrim towards. I think Pilgrim's bitter. About the game. Okay. I don't think he wants to so celebrate. He's not, so he might be within earshot? <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, Traveler. You over there? You mind? Uh, could you come here for a sec? Of course. He's just kicking stuff in the corner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Snow. Snow's just getting kicked up. Fucking told us the rules. Fucking. <laughs> uh, I put my uh, put my mage hand on your shoulder and give you a little bit of a squeeze and say, It's an old man so bitter. Don't, about don't fret about that game. Um, there's uh, Just sticks in this one's craw. It's, you know, you win some, you lose some. Um, Kanika? Kanika? What's it? I'm sorry, what was it? <laughs> Kanika? Uh, it is Kani, Kaniaka. Kaniaka, yeah. This is a Kaniaka. Uh, orange Ma. Um, Greetings, Kaniaka. Call this one what you will. A pleasure. You walked softly. Yeah, she's a marvelous druid. I think Skid would be mighty, mighty impressed. Um... Yeah, she lost yeah. her. She lost her sight a few years ago. Something, arcanic or curse-oriented. Uh, I couldn't get a good read on it though. And I know you. You specialize in this kind of thing too. Uh, yeah, what do you? What do you make of it? Uh, Pilgrim just go up, still kind of pissed off, and just put his hands directly on her eyes, like kind of covering them, and cast third-level remove curse. 
Ooh, curse? Yep. Ooh. Cast fireball. I can't do that. <laughs> Blast her head off into oblivion. Her eyes, yeah. Her <laughs> Take that, Arn. This one will see you later. Yeah. Spite, yeah. The only thing you'll see is the afterlife. <laughs> Walk your own path, bitch. Remove curse. Their level remove curse. Roll a D100. Woo. Sixty-two. Sixty-two. So she instinctively almost like stops and takes a step back almost um, as you put your hand over her face. Um, but then the spell goes off. Oh, killed her. Yeah. Her <laughs> eyes explode. <laughs> yeah, Sephic curses yeah, everlasting life. Yeah. Um, and you see basically like a lot of these swirl in her eyes start to move. They look cloudy, but... Um, this it looked like basically uh, just outside of her pupils. It was just kind of like a mess of gray, and that gray seems to have cleared up. Oh, she had cataracts. Yeah, mm. it does look like that. But. Did it work? And she's she says, "Oh my, I can I can see something a little bit." Huh? What did you do? Merely put you back on your path. Oh, thank you. No need to thank this one. Oh, I think I should thank you. Stay here this evening. Let me talk to Arn. On your behalf. This one thanks you and... Well, maybe... Never mind. This one doesn't want to say anything out of pocket. This one's happy your side has returned somewhat. Thank you. This is a good start. You're going to go over to the corner and pout more. <laughs> uh, the rest of you are brought into the southernmost area. Hell yes. Of the cave. Drax and Ricky getting drunk. Mm-hmm. In here. Uh, there's a long rectangular fire pit. It heats a 15-foot-high cave and fills the area with the scent of meat cooking on a grate over the pit. Sound of cheering also fills the cave as two Goliaths stand near the southern wall with their arms extended out from their sides, holding a large rock in each hand. Their arm muscles are quivering from exertion and their jaws are clenched. Seven more Goliaths stand around them cheering and waving haunches of cooked meat. They're just holding a rock? They're yes. holding it out like a... They're both they're holding doing a strength giant test. rocks. That, this is what they do for fun? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> we gotta get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Thrax, I bet you could do that better than them. Uh, Thrax will walk up and be like, uh, You know, he who watches probably loves big feasts like this and throwing rocks. Uh, wouldn't you all say... Maybe he'll watch over me and I could toss a rock, too. Oh, hold the rock. Then one that uh, played you in Goat Ball will nudge you. Oh, I want a whole rock, then. And they'll, they'll point to just two similarly shaped rocks right in the corner. Uh-huh. Grass <laughs> goes up, uh, spits on his hands. On three. Rub them <laughs> together, gets his 
uh, ties his wrist straps pretty strongly, reach, ties them around his wrists, and then bends down and yeah, you lift up with his legs. Pick up rocks and you hold them out in front of you. Mm-hmm. All right, rolling time. Uh, so every minute, the we're gonna be rolling. So this we'll see how every minute. So each minute we'll roll. The DC starts at five and increases by five right. every minute. That's like, no, please watch over me. You got this. <laughs> He's like, yes, please watch over me instead. No, watch over me. Watch <laughs> over me. me this whole no, time. No, watch over me. You've got this, Thrax. As Ricky goes to drink. 25. All right. So you <laughs> both pass the first minute. DC five pass for both of you. And on to minute two. <laughs> DC 10. 13. Oh, I almost failed that one. And that was a 10 for me. So we're on the money. Yes. This is a strength check. Mm-hmm. Now it's up to 15. Uh, 27. Fail. So the dude you're battling against drops the rock. Oh! <laughs> uh, looks like he watched me a little more closely. <laughs> yeah, well maybe he'll watch me more tomorrow. <laughs> he fucking shakes you. Oh, yeah! This is a terrible game. People Hold are, the rock? Yeah, people are fucking... <laughs> Stoked on this, they're like, "Dude, you're the coolest person in this cave. You just beat, you just beat Boloth, the rock holder." Uh, Boloth looked like he was trying. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ! But uh, you know, he watched over me a little more. I don't know if you noticed. And Thrax will show his cool uh, (laughs) eye tattoo that uh, Barry's mom gave him Mm -hmm. on the shoulder. Yeah. Yeah. I thought you were about to say your black metal tattoo. Yeah, this is like a swivel. <laughs> you can't see it because I put all my clothes back on. I don't think you can ever see it, really. You saw it during the game. No, I mean, like, you can never read it. Oh, yeah, no. Just like a mess. Yeah, you get the feeling that the Goliaths in this cave, like, actually, like, they respect you now, significantly. Mm. Some of them, you want to be your friend. They're like, hell yeah, we like this guy. Is <laughs> Lokag around? Oh, yeah. Right, I'm sitting with, uh,. In the corner, holding beers, staring right at you. I'm gonna go drink with a low keg. Cut to skid. No, <laughs> Cut to skid. Okay, have you ever tried this stuff before? It's white as snow and just as pure. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> or line up a little bit of skin for us. You do it like this. Chop it up. And now put it in your nose. You're gonna ruin this man's life. <laughs> yeah, he'll he'll try cocaine for the first time, I guess. <laughs> it's a skein, it's not cocaine. Whatever. <laughs> it's the same fucking thing. It's fantasy cocaine. This is the perfect shit to try for your first time. <laughs> <laughs> totally pure. Yeah, alright, yeah, you get you, you, you. Uh, he's, he's saying this while he's holding a glass of champagne in his hand right now. Uh, yeah, anyways, yeah, you guys hang out in the corner doing skiing and drinking and hitting on each other. There. It's cool. <laughs> it's all I wanted to do. That conversation sucks, too, man. Oh, we have nothing in common. Yeah, so it's just, Literally it's just each one talking at each other. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that sucks. We're still probably going to. Oh, yeah. No, I'm not saying that. I mean, without a doubt, but. I'm just saying it's like, well, jabbering. Yeah. I don't make a pass at you, like, <laughs> I'm not great at holding rocks, but I'm great at holding other things, etc. Ooh. No further questions. 
All right. Uh, anything else anyone wanted to do in the cave? I think Pilgrim would just go listen to people walking around. Um, you know, all the merriment going on, just listen. Uh, he's, he's calming down, but then eventually uh, go to the quarters they've been uh, granted. Yeah, so you're sleeping in the giant room with everyone else in it. You're also realizing that it's maybe a bit voyeuristic for Ricky Steele's evening. So, enjoy that. <laughs> Won't have it. It's dark. <laughs> Who else has night vision? Burrell. <laughs> Thrax will ask some of the people he's made friends with. He's going to be like, Yeah, so you all uh, worship he who watches then. Uh, yes, everyone, yes, for to he who watches everyone that believes in him and that he's watching over us. Let's all salute him right now. He watches. Just like the whole bar? Yeah. This is a very grumpy supporting group right. of Goliaths. Thrax is feeling very conflicted right now. To he who <laughs> watches. As he's trying to suss out the non-believers in the, the clan. <laughs> I think that was her attempt to get you to do it just like they were trying to get us to go mm-hmm. kill her. Mm-hmm. Her attempt was just incredibly half-assed. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, I think I'm. I think Burrell will show up decently late to our chamber that we're allowed to sleep in, and uh, he will finish uh, before, before he leaves. Uh, Arn's uh, mother. He was going to read some of Shadow to Substance to her, that tome that we found, the Netherese tome that he's been reading. Yeah, uh, that just talks about simulacrums and things. And yeah, um, like reading a textbook to someone. You're just uh, pulling she's, out. I mean, she's, she's blind. She can't. She can't read. She can unless see got, now. Unless I got she braille. She can see sight, and you're gonna read to her a book she's well, never. Well, heard I mean, of? I imagine. I imagine her eyes aren't perfect, you know. And you it's, can, yeah, they're, it's they're a, coming. Yeah, back. it was. She it was like blurry. And she's, yeah. she's far sighted. And, and again, you know, what Arcanus doesn't enjoy some nice, uh, you know, old. You know, spell stuff, old mm-hmm. magical shit. Six vials yeah. of aqualucence added to a sweltering pot of bogandings and mixed it for a turn of kutum of days leads mm-hmm. to one concoction of bulpo berries. Mm-hmm. Sure. What? Um, That's what I imagine the book says. I like someone approached me and just reading David Foster Wallace right to me. <laughs> oh my God. Well, I imagine we talked for a long time. I mean, if you're. Getting to be buddies. I like that. Uh, yeah. Um, so, um, you gonna before banger? before I leave, uh, her, I'm just gonna say, uh, hey, uh, yeah, I'll uh, maybe I'll see you tomorrow uh, before we leave. Uh, y- you gonna be uh, where where do you stay around here? I stay in the, I stay in the rooms with my sons. Well, I'll uh, they have I'll a separate tie. Uh, they have. They stay in this area of the cave, the eastmost part. So they have their three own little cave holes. Right. Well, I'll uh, I'll stop by the eastern caves before we uh, leave. Uh, good hanging out with you. It was nice. Drax will pull out the statue at the bar and be like, "Have any of y'all seen a statue like this before? Of he who watches. It's important to anyone." No. I- that's a great statue. Where'd you get it? Uh, I'm just... Some friends of mine. Uh, they brought it. They wanted me to send it here. Uh, the other Goliaths. They heard y'all like Grump. He who watches so much. Uh, 
they wanted you to have this. So put it up at the bar. That came from the Thunlakalaka tribe. Yes. <laughs> Throw it in the fire. But it's he who watches. We can't just burn that, can we? They're not real believers over there. Oh, why not? Because they're cowards. Do they not do sacrifices to him? I don't know what they do. We don't talk to them. Ah. Uh, well, they sent this over. As believers of he who watches to try to fix some things. Yeah, they're watching him. Or he's watching them, I should say. Well, that's good. He, he watches over those that look for him to be gazed upon. Uh, no, watching them waiting for the slaughter. Oh. Yeah. Or maybe I'll plant it somewhere else before I burn it. It's, it's a nice statue. You do that, brother. It's okay. Whatever you'd like. We pass an aeolia. Yes. Jax will drink and then think about what his brother could possibly doing out there. Now he would have liked to play goat ball. Alright. Back to Skid. Where does that portal poop me out of? (laughs) Skid, you are pooped out into into Icewind Dale and you recognize to your west, Kelvin's Cairn. Oh. You're in the tundra. I'm north of... You're north of Kerkonik. Very far from... Very far from the spine of the world. Yes. One time. Um, he'll get his measure about him, and then he'll focus and see if he can feel that aura of cold around him. He'll try to connect with the cold and see if he can control it. He'll try to feel the wind and the tundra around him and see if he has a way to control that aura of cold that the rings have given him. Yeah. You realize you can bring it into you, and you can also expand it to 20 feet. Fucking sick. Hell yeah, brother. I'll get a mirror out of my uh, bag of holding that I used to help with lockpicking. I'll look in my eyes and see if I can control the blueness of them or not. No. Your eyes are definitely blue. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'll make some hand motions and create a healing spirit that uh, shows up as an an owl and it'll float around me for a minute and and pump some healing into me. And then afterwards, I'll upcast some cure wounds at fourth level. And while you're uh, looking in the mirror, too, you notice that you're thinking about it and you can see the rings kind of disappear on your hand. Dope. Dope. So you are able to do that. Yes. Your eyes are definitely blue still. Not glowing like Sephic's eye holes, but <laughs> but you your you know your irises are blue. And he'll heal himself a bunch and you know, just contemplate things for a while and wild shape into a giant owl and start flying south towards Kerkonik. Ooh. Alright. You take off into the night sky, turn into a big snowy owl, <laughs> a big owl to, into, into ten towns? Yeah, giant owl. 
<laughs> White Island, Ten Towns. Yeah, um, sick. And I've got five hours of that at like sixty feet per. Um, so if I could, I don't know if I could be able to. I don't know how far out of the tundra I'm at. All right, so you start flying south to Karakonig. And you take off, you look up in the night sky, it's a more clear night, and you see the Aurora Borealis, it reminds you of floating up there, and moving forward, you feel a little bit closer to this frozen tundra landscape. You take off in the night sky and head south towards Karakonik. Holy shit, I thought I was big, but that's a real monster. Uh, <laughs>